0: Hello guys, welcome to the Transformation Game Plan Podcast, where we're going to be giving you the game plan to transform. It's an all-encompassing podcast about transformations, performance, physique, productivity, habits and chats, with some incredible guests chucked in along the way. So if you enjoy this podcast, then do me a favour, share it with a friend and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Oh, right. OK, so the purpose of this call is very much to see kind of where people are coming from. So we spoke about different backgrounds, where people are from, what they've achieved. And that's there's a reason that we set up the team captains. And that's why Tam is the first person of ours. So Tam is someone who is flicking through the world right now um, with different backgrounds. So Tam is someone that has come from a a place that we've all been and something that we can achieve and it's not about looking blowing smoke up his bottom and saying how amazing he is it's actually understanding his experiences and the things that he's done and the things that he's overcome in terms of getting there so to almost provide inspiration but almost as well to provide support so that is the purpose of today so we're going to be a little bit of a rip off really in terms of kind of trying to steal some of the incentives from um stephen bartlett and the diary uh, of the ceo oh um sorry I'm going to mute myself yeah no worries um so the idea is we're going to ask a few questions we're going to see where it comes from turn it into a great podcast um and we're going to go as deep as time allows us to go and probe and then kind of see what he's overcome and some th- stuff Emma and James you need a new device by the way that is shambolic if anyone else can see that um so Without further ado, the first thing I'm going to do is... Tam, welcome to the hot seat. Introduce yourself for me. Let everyone know who you are for anyone that would be listening that may not know who you are yet and those of us that do.
1: Hi, guys. Um, I'm Tam. Um, I've been with Trav now since uh, May. Um, Had a wild time. Um, Great ups and downs. Uh, But I think without Travis... Um, I'd probably still be without a doubt the same state as I am. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much me. And now literally my whole my whole kind of take on training, my whole kind of thing is I can't live without training. It's literally, it's like my addiction. I don't have uh, an addiction personality, addictive personality. But if I don't go to the gym for one day, I go crazy. It's It's a nice addiction to have.
0: So that's me. That's, that is you. So that's great. So I'm going to ask you two questions, like I said to you uh, prior to the call. Two people, whoever sits in this seat every other week will get asked these questions. Now, the first one, again, is uh, you can go as deep as you like with this. But as a coaching, uh, so what does Travis Brown coach in? So not me, but the whole journey, the process, the community, all of those things. What do, what does that mean to you? What How do you feel in terms of your difference?
1: Um i i find i feel the support the support um from the whole journey has just been fantastic from you from everyone in the the whatsapp group <clears throat> everyone works differently i've always been a very much a, um, a lone wolf um I'm highway or the highway um and i'm very stubborn and a very much of a, of a control freak so i don't it's, it's difficult for me to trust people because I know how things should be done. So trying to take that out of kind of my personal experience and turn it into kind of a personal development, I find kind of this, the whole training process for me is just, it takes me out of my dark spaces, my dark, my dark areas. Um, but the whole support and the whole kind of process with Travis is
0: just what I thrive. What, what about that then makes you thrive? Is it is it the challenge per se? Is it the accountability? Why would that make you thrive as opposed to doing it by yourself? Um, I think
1: challenge. So with my type of job that I do, I, I kind of have a high profile-ish job, which means there's quite a high demand and I have to tell people what to do. And I have to set people's days all the time. So it's nice to step away from that and be told what to do yeah. where I can't, I can't, I can't switch between personal and business. So, and that's, I think where I had a massive downfall like when, when I would get home from work, I would eat, I would binge, I would drink because nobody told me what to do. Um, yeah. Where now you tell me what to do. And I thrive when you telling me I need to do this, I need to do this workout. And that's why when I get, you get messages from me all the time and go, there's nothing in my diary. I don't know what to do because I need that consistency of you telling me what I need to do.
0: OK, cool. Interesting. So in which case you kind of spoke about like where you're at now. But what I want to do is dive into a little bit deeper and, and where you come from. So you obviously said what you do now, but we obviously had a really good chat when we first started or when you first started kind of about your background to dieting, health and fitness and, and those things and those things that you've done before. So tell us all a little bit about that and kind of if we work our way, not necessarily backwards, but if we reverse engineer from where you're at now, kind of where were you at a time before you reached out to get that support?
1: So I've always been a fairly slim and athletic person. Um, I I lived I lived abroad. Um, in a country where it's very quick to gain weight, but also a relationship breakup. So kind of put me into a massive spiral, a a change of kind of atmosphere, which kind of put me into where I was when I met you. Uh, My mum's a Cambridge consultant. Um, So I don't know if if, if no one's heard of Cambridge consultant, it's the one-to-one plan. Um, and basically, it's a it's another fad like Weight Watchers, Slimming World, anything like that. But it's a, a one-on-one session. So my mom did that. I used to get discounted like, or cost price um, and it worked. It did work at a time. But then as soon as fast as it came off, as soon as I stopped, I went back to the original habits and I would put twice as much weight back on. Um, and I said to Trav when I first started, it's always been for me the quick wins, and the quick wins have never actually worked. And I've been now with Trav for seven, eight months, and it's been a long process, and it's stuck
0: to so the point where your mindset around it has changed. Like you said, right? Like so, exercise is more than more than fat loss.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I always used to, I used to, I used, to I used to think to the stage where. I'll go for a McDonald's or I'll go for a pizza or anything like that. And I'm always thinking my mind as a negative thought thinking, oh no, I've had a bad day. It's a bad day. But now I don't, I have a different change of mind of how that is. I perhaps might have a pizza yesterday, but then I can work out and go, fine, pizza's okay. But then I'll have to adjust the rest of my day or adjust the rest of my week to counteract that. Where before I would always think it's a negative, but then that negative would always have a massive impact to me because then I would get a little bit depressed, upset, and then I would eat again where now I have a massive mindset of completely changed. And (laughs) I I don't know how long it's going to be, but I feel like I'm going to be for the rest of my life tracking my food. And that's fine by me. I actually don't mind that.
0: Yeah. So interestingly, to contradict, then actually you probably do have a little bit of an addictive personality because what you know now probably is enough for you to not track if you was to maintain, right? But dive into that so the whole mindset thing about the guilt around food and stuff like that that's interesting because you said about before you'd have had a mcdonald's and a pizza and you would have felt gone like gone back into that depression and you would then kind of eaten to resolve that but now you kind of look at it as in a, probably in a more logical viewpoint in terms of like you can kind of work out that balance do you think that then has a knock-on effect to uh, like the rest of your life like not just food does are you able to kind of break those things down or has this always just been directly about your food habits? Um,
1: it's been a bit, uh, some of it, but I've not, as I said, I've always been quite a slim athletic person, Um, but obviously change of work, change of relationship status, the whole thing kind of had a massive impact. And I think it took a massive impact on my mental state, especially with COVID. Yeah. uh that ha- had a massive effect on anyone and then, i i will admit it now and i've admitted it on the group chat already i got to a very very low point in my life where um i was on medication and um almost felt like i wanted to take my own
0: life yeah
1: but uh sorry i get a bit emotional
0: you get emotional mate like this is the point um, of power
1: i don't talk out i don't talk <laughs> yeah um anyway um I got I got to that stage in my life and then um one post came up from Darren Barber. Yeah. it came up on Instagram and I thought, you know what? I've known I've known Barber for a long time. If he can do it, I can do it. So I then reached out to you, changed my whole kind of aspect and changed my whole kind of way of thinking about life and the whole thing. It took me, it did take me a little bit of a time to kind of adjust and get used to it. But as soon as I was out of that gym, I was at my happy place. It put me back to kind of where I was probably five years ago. and mm. um, put me back to where I wanted to be. And like, do you know what? I'm glad I didn't kind of end my life because yeah. that would have just been absolutely ridiculous.
0: Well, but, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure we can all agree with that sentiment as well, that we're, we're pretty glad as well because obviously you're a valuable asset. But whilst we're there, you say obviously about kind of, where you were to where you are now is obviously a huge huge change like but we had um we had a pretty difficult conversation on our consultation you're probably one of the hardest consultation calls i've had not in terms of sales but in terms of breaking up those belief patterns because like you said with your mum being one-to-one like this is not the person that we're talking to today is not the same person that i had a consultation call with and not just because of your mental health but you're probably a little bit difficult where you would challenge me on theories, beliefs, sciences, and you kind of, you had your pre-made bias in your mind, which we all do, you probably put that across quite strongly. And you, you, and like you said about trust, you didn't really believe on that phone call you'd be where you are today, did you?
1: No, and I think it doesn't help that my mum is a consultant um, because she, she's very, a strong believer in the whole dieting with cambridge weight plan she's been on it for 12 years and her weight's gone up and down so I, it's difficult but um I, my family my sister not too bad but my mum um she's much very much of a negative mindset she's got to that age i think where she has no filter now like i'm sure a lot of parents <laughs> are <laughs> um but she's got to the stage where she doesn't think what I do like when I did the the cut, when I was drinking a lot of water and not eating very much food, she thought that was really bad for my health. And that, so I had to kind of put that on one shelf and think about kind of how I am going to improve myself. And I think during kind of my whole lifespan, I've had a lot of negativity. And I think that's why I've been quite challenging because I've been told one thing and I've always believed that one thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, I, I am very stubborn um, and I do challenge. I'll challenge you all the time because that's the way I've been built. But it's because I don't know or I want to know more information. Yeah. Uh, but my whole mindset of training, my whole mindset on eating, lifestyle, habits, I don't I don't drink much anymore. And that's not a massive negative impact on me. I, I still enjoy going out. And I think there was a comment on um, WhatsApp the other week saying about kind of Saying no to friends, I I started to say no to friends at the very beginning of the journey, but thought, do you know what, I can still go out and enjoy myself, have fun, but I won't drink, I won't eat. I'm very disciplined as well. I'm in bed by half nine normally because I have to get up in the morning. And I think I was telling you earlier today when, like, my kind of my my atmosphere, my attitude has slightly changed on kind of what I want to. I'm starting to do. Yeah. Um, and going to bed late has put a massive impact because I can't train early in the morning. I'm very disciplined now, yeah. Um, so it, it, training at night
0: time as well is just not for me, <laughs> not the moment, not, not in January. Because right. so that kind of links in in terms of that discipline and saying no to friends, and then kind of those built-in belief systems. That that comes down to values, doesn't it? So your values have changed yeah. over the over the seven eight months in terms of kind of what what you do and what you care for. So in terms of then saying no to people, you're you're saying no has changed because you used to say no to going out, but now it, it's not necessarily saying no to drinking, but just not doing those habits that, that aren't in line with your values. Have I was you... scared,
1: I think, habits we've had before. Like I said, quick wins. I was scared if I said yes, I'll then spiral out of control again. I'll drink, I'll eat. But now my mindset has completely changed where I don't actually have to do those habits,
0: but I can still enjoy life. Yeah, and... Would you say then, so those values have changed and the habits and your ability, I suppose, to stay disciplined and stay on track, which I hate the saying of anyway. Has that affected you anywhere else? Like, So you obviously said about your values effectively changing in terms of reasons why you may not be as disciplined as getting up in the morning and how your your day layout has changed. Would you say that's because Mm -hmm. your values have changed and kind of your cares and, and your ability to do those things? Whereas before in the start of the journey where a lot of often like people listening to this call will feel like that now. Like there'll be a lot of people on this call that feel like it now or have felt like it where everything's no, no, no kind of, how do you make, how did you make that transition? How did how did you get that? Or how do you think you did? Cause it may not have been an action.
1: Um, so when I started, when I started, I did go to the gym in the evenings. Um, and then I realized, because I am I am quite a social person. Um I I didn't don't realise I'm a social person until you mentioned I was a social it's, it's one person. One of uh, the most social and, people I've ever met. And I and I realized when I was going to the gym in the evenings, I would be there for a couple of hours, I'll get back, have dinner, and then I'll start the whole process again. And that was just kind of a reality check for me of going, well, I still like to have fun, I still like to go out. So I completely turned my whole routine on its head. And I'm up in the morning at five o'clock in the morning. I'm at the gym. Now, actually more so since I've been um, coming to any time because I used to go to Vivacity and it doesn't open till like half seven, I think. Seven, half seven. So it's like half six. But well, I'm, at, I'm at the gym just before six now. Um, and it's. It, it that's definitely a massive change, but the whole change for me is coming in the morning so I can then have my evening, still go to bed at nine, half nine, but I still have my evenings where I was finding that I was a bit of a social reject where I wasn't be able to do anything, couldn't spend time with family, friends, nothing. So I feel the whole, the whole process for May to now, I feel better, I feel happy. I I don't feel that just because I train five days a week and I'm in bed early, that's mass- having a massive impact on my life. I think it's actually having a lot
0: better impact on my life. Um, Yeah. Okay, that's good. So let's go back to the start of the journey then. You signed up because you'd seen kind of Darren's uh, influence and kind of told you or probably showed you, and you said it in your words, if he can do it, you can do it, which I don't know if it's a compliment to you or an insult to him, but um, it it put you in a position where you you had belief, right, in terms of what you could achieve. And obviously you've spoken, and we're going to come back to side of the mental health side in terms of how how things have changed now, but you obviously went on to do a photo shoot. Yeah. When you first thought about it, and maybe even just before you saw Darren's post, did you ever believe you could do a photo shoot? Did you ever believe you'd be in a position, and the more important part of this is let's not see a photo shoot as this this holy grail, but did you ever think you was going to have the confidence to step out in front of a group, in a gym, with your top off and a photographer? Was that ever in that thought process that that was a possibility for you?
1: Never. Never even crossed my mind. It. Um, I'm quite a confident person anyway, but that whole aspect of... <laughs> me getting my kit off in front of a camera in front of three friends, it never really come to my thought, but when you kind of challenged me and or well well when I saw that you were doing the photo shoot, I think I approached you about that, not you didn't approach me yeah. um and I thought, you know what i'm 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 not ready for this, but I want to be ready for this, and I want you to push me to be ready for this. And I felt the whole... Dip- like, if I started in May and I saw you do a photo shoot, I would be, hell no. Yeah. Not a chance. You, you wouldn't even get me in a million years. But obviously, I'm now signed up for the next photo shoot, which I'm absolutely buzzing for. Um, It's because I'm in a lot
0: better mental state. And it is the mental state, isn't it? You kind of stole of one of my questions, to be honest, because you answered it really well. Because you're right. You did approach me. um, And... It's the first time anyone's asked me to do it, right? It, it was 100% the first time I'd gone to people that I thought, you know, could be ready for this shoe. They were they were ready. But you were the first person that approached me and said, like, kind of you wanted to lay down the challenge. But you said some really interesting words that there's people on this call that people will listen back. You said, and I, and I think nearly word for word, you said, you asked me and you knew you wouldn't be ready, but you knew you wanted to be ready. So, yeah. That takes a pretty strong character, right? To be like, oh, I'm not ready, but I'm going to put myself in the firing line, like signing up to the army straight out of school with no idea what to expect or whatever. Like, what? And you said at the start, you would never have done that in May. So what made you, what do you think pushed you to make that step and and effectively rip you out of your comfort zone to a point where you are now challenge yourself to something you don't think you're going to be ready for? And then how did that work as a positive if you think it did work as a positive? Um, I think, I think
1: the confidence side coming back again. Um, I wanted to challenge myself. So I'm, I'm always finding challenges. I'm always wanting to push myself to its limits. I want to stretch kind of my body, my limits to literally the pinnacle of breaking because that's how I now feel. Where probably back in May, I just wanted to literally break. Yeah. Uh, not for good reasons, but this is now I want to challenge my body I to kind of, yeah, to kind of how to push it as one I want to do. So when I, when I saw the opportunity of kind of a photo shoot, I, I saw how kind of how that would literally just take me out of my comfort zone completely. But I was in a better frame of mind where I thought, you know what, I don't care. And I I was always when I first started training years ago and when I uh, when I started before, I always trained to impress everyone else. I wanted to look good for you. I wanted to look good for my friends, my family. But now I, I do it for me. I, I wanted to do the photo shoot because I wanted it for me. I couldn't care. I'm still, when I did the photo shoot, I don't think I was probably the best I could have done because I had a little bit of a a step back because it was holidays. I had two holidays, which kind of put a stump in it. But that to me wasn't a negative because I still pushed it. But I felt if I didn't, I would have been a lot better. But that's why I want to do this Mays photo shoot because I will be better. I'll be ready.
0: Yeah. We we really pushed yours, didn't we? So what was it? Did you have like, I think you asked me about 10 weeks. 11 weeks away out with a couple of weeks in it in it that like you say holidays um yeah so the key thing here then is you you agree well you asked me to do it you knew that there was barriers to it you knew that you probably weren't going to be ready for it at the time you asked but yet you smashed it so almost that feeling of not being ready or worrying about not being ready that would be a contributor to your success right yeah like So kind of, where does that come from? So for me, I I could tell you in my sense, if I was in that position, mine would be a fear of failure that would drive me to make sure I hit that goal. Would you say yours is the same? Or do you think the fact, the doubt was all about proving to yourself that you can and will do it?
1: My, I think, I think the way I am now is the fact that I look back to what I was before. And I feel that if I don't do things that are out of my comfort zone if I don't push myself to the limits where I'll break I'll go back to the way I was before um so the fear yeah, of
0: aggression more than failure then
1: yeah yeah yeah. and I worry and so when I go on holiday I worry and I tried but then I was when I went on that cruise in September I was actually ill so I couldn't even train which was frustrating yeah um but yeah I think it's the fear of Going back to where I was, where I don't ever want to be there again. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of my drug, my my cure. So, the way so. I And that's why I think every morning I look at it and go, This is my cure, this is my drug that's keeping me alive.
0: Wow. Like it's big, isn't <laughs> it? Because it's Did, did it you have... expect it to go this deep? I hoped it would. I hoped it would. <laughs> because I think you you've got a lot to give, and I think everyone has their different stories, and there's a reason that the people that will come up in order. Um, and I said to you the other uh, the other week when we sat in the gym, I think you was on FaceTime, actually, whilst I was with Daniel and James, and I said about you, you kind of being that example that anyone can do it. Because I know where yeah, you that, come from. And I, I, think,
1: I look at it.
0: Sorry. Uh, and I, don't, I think everyone should understand where you can come from to where you can get to, because whilst you may not see yourself as the pinnacle of of the front of men's health on that photo shoot pictures your first instinct was to go I want to go again give me give me 9 months and I think that goes to show and I know how deep you've gone and I and we've had these conversations before so I'm glad it has gone this deep and the thing that gets to me the most is that the mental side of it now you say a lot about worrying about going on holiday there's still an element of this being new and stuff like that and we will get that out of you to the point where it works perfectly for you where you know you can go on holiday because you'll know so much more about yourself and I don't want people on here to think that you know the success looks like you have to worry when you go on holiday because I can assure you when I go on holiday I do not worry about it I train because I enjoy it and I eat a load of food and it works as a real positive so you'll also get to that point but I think the the part for me and again without probing and why I wanted it to go to deep is because you've made the statement of where you come from and kind of where you are now but it's not the physical stuff that I really care about. The physicals are just representation. Like the photo shoot was representation. But actually it's the way you've used your mindset to get to A to B. And and then immediately as soon as you got to B, you was like, What's well, C? And I think that's kind of why I wanted it. And and you said, you know, really, this spiraled, this journey started on your downhill, right? So when you had your breakup, moved country, COVID and stuff like that. But you've gone kind of full 180, really, and and you're you're heading back to where you came from and beyond, because now you're not in a position where you're hiding away and stuff like that. And I think that's really important. So, if you said to me then, in your big, what is your biggest change? So without initially, without kind of going into too much detail, because we're going to go there. What would you say your biggest change has been? Not from signing up necessarily with me as such, but kind of you went into that breakup and COVID. When you was at your lowest to your highest, which probably is about now, you might say the photo shoot, but because of all those things going on, I would say it's now. What What's the biggest change in you, whether it's confidence or your body or your arms or your, whatever it is, like what what's the biggest change?
1: My confidence. My confidence has always been there, but I think it's just being clouded by parents. I think if you remember what I said before, like I, my confidence is just come back out of its shell um but what I think that has changed massively in me is my mindset the mindset of training the mindset of it doesn't matter what I look like to anyone else It's how I feel myself and I, I've never when I was when I was at my lowest stage when I, were, I would never really look at myself in the mirror and I, I look back now at the photos because I want to do a nice reel of kind of my transformation um I look back at that and go what, what was I thinking but now I get out of the shower and I go, fuck, he's hot." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there, um, sure, there's nothing wrong with that either. I don't
1: know, but it's 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 nice to see like the definition that I've never seen before. I had that, like I said before, I was fit before, but I was never got to the stage where I was this fit, not fit as in sexy. I meant fit, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, also, but the it's just different I think the whole whole mindset for me is just what's kind of got me here the support from you the support from everyone on that group as well has just I I don't think I could have just done it if it was just a one-on-one because the bit of support is kind of where like you guys
0: have come into play um yeah yeah. I I think that group feel and other people knowing where you've been and what you've done is is so so essential and it's something that I'll preach all the time and I had a conversation about it earlier. It's like we've all got different experiences. So while some of us have paper knowledge, there's multiple people in here that I don't relate to in the sense that I don't have a menstrual cycle and stuff like that. But also that that's the same as you. Like I I haven't experienced that low mental health, thankfully, but there are people in this group that have. So having all those support systems and everything like that will always be really, really helpful um, in general. What in your journey then do you think has been the biggest Obstacle that you faced?
1: Um, negativity, I find, from people. Ooh. Um, I get it. Obviously, not thinking more about it until like doing this journey, but the negative side of people would always say, Oh, you look good. Don't need to change. You don't need to change. And then the more I've changed and the more I've developed, I kind of have a mindset now, and looking and go, well, actually, they're saying don't change because they have a, I think, an impact on themselves. Maybe they're feeling negative about themselves, which means they have to portray it to you. My mum, my mum's a massive culprit for that, um, but she would always kind of put me down to say, "Oh, yeah, you've put on a bit of weight and you've done this," which make me self conscious. Mm. Um, but now it's the other way around. My mum was like, "Oh, yeah, but you look fine you were before," and it's just it's kind of. Uh, she doesn't mean it in a kind of a malicious way, but I think that's what people do. They say stuff without thinking. Um, So I think that's kind of what's been a little bit tough, listening to people about that. But now this whole mindset for me has changed where I now think, well, actually they're probably a little bit more self-conscious about themselves because I'm now looking better. They're still looking the same. So they want to try and make you feel bad. That's the way I've always, not not always looked at it, but that's the way I now
0: look at it now because I've seen it firsthand. So you've kind of overcome that negativity what towards you by actually yes. really getting real with yourself. And I would agree with that, and so would many others. There's a lot of people, and, and you're right, most of the time it's not malicious. 90% of the time it's a protection mechanism. So it's either yes. one or two things we often see. One will be protecting you because they think you're working too hard and they don't want you to suffer in any sense or it's a projected self insecurity where they don't want you to be this because you're leaving them behind and you'll see it with you'll see it in families a lot with like particularly around money and stuff like that like someone buys a new house or they get a new car and it and it can come out so I think you're absolutely right um okay so in terms of then the specifically the shoot and I think it's important to touch on this because you've done it how has that impacted you post photo shoot in terms of habits, feelings, confidence, and stuff like that? And then we'll look to wrap it up. So, so
1: I um I don't know if you recall when we were doing the uh, uh, the cut, I said at the end of the photo shoot, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit. You not did quit training, but quit you. Yeah. Not because I not not because um like you've not helped me, but I felt that like possibly I could go on my own. You was kind of done, wasn't it? Yeah, I felt like I'd done. I felt like I'd done my photo shoot. I've, I've proven to myself, um, and then we got in the photo shoot,
0: and I said to you, "I want to build, I want to get bigger." <laughs> and what happened um, before the photo shoot, you were quitting, and yeah. now I have to put up with you at six am on a on a Thursday morning as well. So we went full. We <laughs> went all the way to the other side, here, didn't we?
1: I know. You you kind of sold me without selling me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that that was kind of what my plan was to go on my own, and then again, my <laughs> my instant reaction again is after the next photo shoot, I'm going to go on my own. But then I've already just asked you a couple of weeks ago, I want to do something different, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you said you can't train that, but
0: we can uh, calisthenics. Oh, calisthenics! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. But so that that's just a bit of a fun so, thing, I suppose. Really, in summary, what you're saying is kind of your biggest achievement, probably personally, in terms of your physique and your body and your mindset, has just driven you to do more. So it's not about getting there going, look at me, I'm amazing, and then backing off. And just remember this, guys, this is not just about photo shoots. This could be anything. This could be a new goal, weightlifting. It could be dropping a dress size. It could be prepping for a wedding. But for you, achieving that goal initially before you thought you were just going to go out alone but as soon as you get there it's like you want more so that's kind of where that that addictive personality comes in then
1: yeah i think so as i say i've not got an addictive i don't think i've got an addictive personality um but i think when it comes to self-improvement i want to be better that's a drug in my mind that it's kind of making me feel like I want to prove, I think it's because I want to prove to myself that I can do it. I want to, like, I want to bulk, I want to get bigger, and then I want to shred again. And then I want to just, I think these little fads for me are going to die off soon. But I think it's because I've had such a bad experience in these last five years. I want to get it out of the system and I want to look good and I want to be happy. And then hopefully I'll get to a stage, maybe however many months or years down the line,
0: I'll start to maintain. (laughs) And I'm sure you will, but I don't know if maintenance is ever really the goal. Um, Because if we're not, maintenance is maintenance of weight or maintenance of fat or anything like that. But maintenance is not necessarily somewhere where we should live, right? Like we should all strive to be better. And that's very cliche, but I'd say maintenance is is probably just an indication of comfort. And if you're comfortable, then... um, possibly that's more of a regression than you really think. So I don't know if anyone's typing because I can see some phones wobbling. Um, and I've asked some questions in the group. So I think Raj has just said, I just want to say uh, a massive thank you, Tam, for sharing your story. I think it's one that's really, really powerful. Um, and I think we've got two tasks left to do until anyone maybe pops in a question. I don't think they are. Um, one is if you had one piece of advice for everyone, no question. Thank you for the vulnerability. I appreciate it. And Kaylee's inspired by it. So she'll be pleased to see those two photo shoots books for the end of the year. Um, but if you had one piece of advice for everyone in the group and then the ne- and then you're going to ask the first question to the next person. So we'll go advice first. Everyone watching, listening in the community, just one piece of advice.
1: Um, just love yourself. Don't ignore, ignore, don't ignore, ignore. Ignore what others have to say. Just love yourself and just be proud of who you are.
0: Great advice. Love that. And then what's your next question? So the the first person that sits in the hot seat, this is the first question they'll be asked. Tam asked, but he doesn't know who's in it, nor do I yet. But he's asking the first question. So the question kind of relates to my
1: progress, I think, and the way I came, Not maybe not my progress, but from what I was when I first started, so the question would be, Is that are you ready to commit to a long-term plan or are you going to
0: just look for a quick fix? Okay. Are you ready to commit to a long-term plan or quick fix? So if I asked you that question when you first started your journey, what would your answer have been? My answer would have probably been a quick fix yeah, because that's all I know. But now it's a long-term plan because you're already planning those goals. Exactly. Cool. Great And question.
1: the long-term plan for me has worked um and like there's the results that prove they work um and i've enjoyed the progress throughout as well where with the long with the short-term fix it's been horrible (laughs) drinking eating 800 calories a day it's not been enjoyable where yes during the cut i was on probably 1200 calories but that was because i uh, that was for a reason um but it's been over the stent of seven months and I've gained something from it because I've gained a better physique. I've gained better health eating. I've gained better mindset where the long, the short term fix. Yes, I lost the weight, but it didn't fix anything for me.
0: Cool. I think that about wraps it up for our first slide and hot seat then. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop recording now. Thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoyed that show, please make sure you drop a review. Make sure you share it with your friends. Make sure you subscribe because these podcasts are coming at you thick and fast, one a week. Uh, And again, they are giving you the tips, the hints, the tricks, and giving you the game plan to transform your body. So subscribe, rate, and share it with your friends.